Breaking news, updates, and passion. It's his story, or it didn't happen. What's happening? Jeff Passon. Play it, BBD. I need to hear it. Oh, oh, almost looped you. We didn't. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to BBD and the Bug in the morning. My name is the Bug. That's producer BBD. Welcome to Wake and Jake Bakers. Uh, happy May 13th, a.k.a. Jeff Passon Day. A lot of questions. Little answers. Why is it Jeff Passing Day? A lot of people ask that, including this morning, Jeff Passing. <laughs> um, and my answer to him, uh, Jeff asked, why is May 13th Jeff Passing Day again? <laughs> I said, why is Christmas December 25th? Nobody knows. Nobody's got a good answer for that. So, uh, happy Jeff Passing Day, Bakers. What is going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Right? Yeah. Our Yanks are doing well. 11-3 in the last 14. Did I read that right? Feels good. And they're still not full clicking on offense, yeah. which people are somehow taking as a negative, but like they're Ooh. doing that and they're winning. I like the spin zone. BBD, do we have ads today? We're clear? We're clear. <laughs> it's just Jeff Pass. No ads on Jeff Passing Day. We have rules. Mm. We have rules. I don't make them up. We just play by them. Can't play with them, can't do it. Um, BBD, I think we have a game of the night. And if you don't have highlights, that's fine. Because I think it's going to be pretty high and tight. Not a lot of people are talking about this one. Uh, an incredible game last night. Uh, something happened in this game that we haven't seen in a basketball court in a long time. We are going to beautiful Cleveland. The Cavaliers versus the Boston Celtics. What a game! Your score at halftime, quick math, 42 to 39. Yes. Is that Luke Cornett? Yep. Jesus. <laughs> Cheese and biscuits. Um, I mean, this game was back and forth. Boston with the big third quarter, 30 points. Down the stretch we come. Cleveland Cavaliers pull away. I mean, some of these highlights. By the way, Kevin Love with 30 and 14. He's still doing it sometimes. Yeah. Is he getting traded? Is he just going to die in Cleveland? I, I guess he gets to just kind of hang out in Cleveland because the contract is going to pick that up. Did, is he back to just being the Timberwolves just, version of himself where it's like, yeah, he's at his best when he's the best player on your team, but like, did he, if he's the best player on your team, your team's not good. Did he low-key get screwed? He's just in Cleveland and kind of untradeable, I think. Kinda. I guess he's getting a lot of money. Screwed is yeah. the wrong word. I mean, no NBA contract is unmovable. But. BBD, I mean, some of the guys, Anderson Verejao, Verejao, 
he's back. Three minutes, four points. Unbelievable. Uh, D. Wade for the Cavs. A lot of people forget he plays there. Dean Wade out of Kansas State. Uh, he got some buckets in this game. Norvell Pell, is that his name? Norvell Pell. Norvell Pell, former Knicks great. Current Knicks great. Current Knicks great. Then why is he in the box score of this Cavaliers game? Are there two Norvell Pells? I have no idea. I mean, if you click on that, it brings, it brings you, you to the Norvell Knicks Pell. page. Guys, I'll be honest. I obviously didn't watch a minute of this game, and I hope you didn't either. Um, Nesmith, Luke Cornett, Langford. The reason I'm talking about this game with my Diamondbacks in the chat, with my Yankees playing good bat baseball, the New York Knicks have clinched a playoff spot. Holy cow. Who had that coming into the NBA season? Uh, you know, we do talking Knicks over here, and there's some high episodes. There's been a lot of lows over the past couple years. We were excited to see Thibodeau. We were excited for R.J. Barrett to grow and develop. What's happened with Julius Randle uh, is still unbelievable. It's still almost unbelievable. With the Celtics loss, the Knicks have guaranteed a playoff spot, not the play-in game either. Mm-hmm. They're fully in. They will have a best-of-seven series. series in the playoffs this year. Um, an unbelievable job. I mean, Tibbs is coach of the year. Is there any argument? Who do people argue for? Like the Jazz, the Suns? Yeah, I get. I forgot. Like baseball is the only sport that gets like two of everything. Sure. Uh, so I mean, let me take a quick look at standings and see if there's somebody I can consider. It's got how's, Utah's got to be the other alternative. How's right? your Julius Randall? Uh, comeback player bet looking. Do we have odds on that? Let's get the some. Let's improved. get the odds on that. I looked the other day and uh, <clears throat> and I believe he's minus ten thousand now. Okay, I got him at plus four thousand. That feels good. That feels good. So <laughs> a li- a little homer. I mean, it's Jeff Passing Day. Uh, yeah, I see. You know, Johnny Sloan in the chat. We did laugh before the show that this is how the Knicks get into the playoffs. Stayed up till one fifteen a.m. to watch them lose to the Lakers the other night. Wasn't planning on that. <laughs> uh, I, um, so I I went to sleep around. I watched the first half fairly close. Sure. And I watched the third quarter in my bed and fell asleep. Mm. I woke up in the morning. I didn't know what happened. Mm. And for like the first time in a very long time, I was like, "Well, I know there was like something on the line. I'm gonna not check anything." Sure. And I went like out to. Like my treadmill room where we got the TV And I was like alright I'll treadmill in the morning And I'll watch the, that fourth quarter See what happened So I watched it raw Didn't know it was coming uh, And then I, and I I reflexively Opened Twitter Because I, I do that mm. And at the top of my timeline was your tweet saying Overtime come on Okay well, that's so I knew it was some time. Yeah so I knew it was going to overtime So I, I skipped until like yeah. one minute left in regulation So that was nice yeah, uh, yeah, no, they, they kind of blew that game There's a tip in late The Knicks are going to the playoffs uh, Diamondbacks in the chat saying Monty with the Suns deserves some credit Yes, he does, but That's also added Chris Paul Like the Knicks mm. Added There was, there's like a roster move you point dead, to like, That's like, this, this is what changed everything Tibbs will be in the running for coach of the year I personally think he deserves it I mean think about the Knicks as a franchise I appreciate you Diamondbacks so much Every day um, So that was a fake game of the night To give the New York Knicks some love uh, Unreal I mean I would have bet I would have bet pretty crazy things right now To not To bet the not The Knicks not making the playoffs um, yeah, they, they were they were picked to finish dead last in the NBA. Yeah, they had the lowest yes. over under number. Literally, literally. So, good job the Knicks. Uh, sorry the Celtics. Cavaliers get the game of the night, I guess. Um, good for the Cavs. Kevin Love thirty points. Colin Sexton twenty eight. Isaac Okoro fifteen. Dean Wade had one point. 
28 minutes. No shots fired, Dean. But, BBD, how are you? I'm well. We got a big night tonight. It's the first, like, late night we've had in a while here. So I should explain that to the Bakers. Uh, pardon my pardon my lateness. Uh, we should probably start eyeing it when before we end the Monday episode. Because uh, we are doing end of the Yankee series is tonight, and it's a 7 o'clock game. We haven't had a ton of mm-hmm. those this year. The, the Yankees have benefited from having a more, I think it's a more traditional schedule. The Yankees typically right. don't get these. Uh, but they've had a lot of day day, day game getaway days. So the Yankees year. are playing at 7 p.m. They'll hopefully wrap up around 10, and then we will record Talking Yanks probably 10:30 to 11:30 to midnight, something like that. So it's going to be a late night in the office, um, and we're trying to take slightly better care of ourselves, uh, so we're not always at the office. So push this back a couple hours. That saved us some time. Um, got the Talking Yanks pregame show coming at four. Could have pushed even more. We won't. If there was a topic I was thinking about recording yesterday, mm-hmm. but there wasn't like a the thing we want to make sure our thoughts are out there. Like I thought for Jeff Passenday, maybe doing like favorite sports insiders, but that list gets pretty tight pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some baseball. There's some baseball. So, thank you guys. Yeah. I think in a couple weeks, Yanks are in Texas during the week, and there might there might be some like eight thirty games or something. So that might might be another late one. Actually, I think the last game of that series is like at two. So never mind. Texas forever, my friend. Yeah, I was eyeing that series because little Poppy lived in Dallas for a little bit, and I was interested in getting back, but probably can't do weekday series in Dallas. Yeah. So that got ruled. Bill out will be quickly. there. Who? Bill's going. Bill's going? Yeah. Drop that on us. That's classic. A little before Bill. you came in. God damn it. Yeah, they, Bill. Gonna, he said they're gonna go to two of the games, I think. So I like that. It's a good I wanted week. to go. I wanted to go. Uh BBD, let's talk a little baseball. Good job, the Knicks, as as the NBA sorts out the sorting hat. NBA ends this weekend, right? I think so. So, so Monday's Sunday, probably gonna be like season. Monday's probably gonna be a big app. Yeah, NBA playoff preview. Okay. It's good to know. Okay, so that's good. That's when we can do our full NBA catch-up, get everybody ready for the playoffs. Playoffs? Baby D, let's talk some baseball. There's a couple kind of fun highlights today. I, I don't think they're necessarily headline grabbers, but for our baseball audience, which a lot of you people are, uh, I think the first one I want to talk about is Kelnick. Get in the call for the Mariners. Uh, if you've heard this name, it's because of a couple reasons. A, he's been a top five prospect for a little bit now. Supposed to be super talented. I think people have called him a lefty trout, mm-hmm. um, which, okay. Let's, you know. It's like kind of rude to do Little that. easy with that. Little easy with that. He... You also might have heard of his name. He was in the Robinson Cano Edwin Diaz deal. Um, Jared Kelnick. Okay, so let's get a couple of the basics. This will be an informational session. Jared with two R's. Okay. Jared with two R's. J A R R E D. And then it's Kelnick, but it's spelled K E L E N I C. It looks like Kelnick. But you don't pronounce mm-hmm. the second E. So Jared Kelnick is a center fielder, lefty lefty, 21 years old, turns 22 in July. Mets first round pick. He's he's kind of he's climbed the prospect charts. He was kind of in the 50s, 60s. Then he was top 10. Now he's top five. He's getting the call. The other reason that you could be familiar with him was. The town hall meeting, uh, where our guy got mm. kind of racist and bad, and what was his name? Kevin Mather. Mather. Kevin Mather. What a bug. Screw that guy. Yeah. That guy. What's he doing right now? 
probably living in a mansion. Um, Jared Kelnick was part of that as well. Uh, he gets the call today. Very exciting for baseball. Very exciting for Mariners fans. Um, yeah, I see someone with a, a Grady Sizemore in the chat. I think somewhere between... Well, Grady Sizemore, when he was healthy, was a really mm, good ball player. As like a one healthy um, comp. I know my guy... It's hard to do a lot better than that. My guy Fuzzy Online has been pushing that narrative a little bit. Big Grady Sizemore fan. Understandable. I think so. he did a side-by-side swing, and you're like, okay, those are lefty swings. Athletic lefty yeah, swings. Outfielders. Sure. sure, I could buy in. Um... He got in his time six games at AAA this year, uh, where he hit three seventy one dot OPS. Those aren't real numbers. I mean, they are real numbers, but it's six games. Yeah, it's six games. It's more so the joke that he was very clearly held down for service time. Um, and to top that off, which again is exciting for Seattle and just leads to a weird baseball conversation. They're calling up Logan Gilbert. Who is a pitching prospect for them uh, And you know He's like a top 50 prospect in baseball Also supposed to be talented Yeah, He's <clears throat> Unlike the MLB.com organizational rankings Kelnick's their number one prospect Logan, Gilbert's their no- Logan Gilbert is their number four prospect So like guys that like Mariners fans have been waiting on. Yeah, and the the timing of it again ties into one of baseball's flaws right now. I I think both of these guys would have broke camp with the team had baseball not have these service time rules. Yeah, Chris Bryant, Glaber, maybe maybe even last year something could have come together if they got a normal season, played minor leagues. Probably not because the Mariners. I listened to the Kevin Mather thing. Yeah. I don't think Mariners are going to do it. But. It's a really weird thing. I still don't know the solution. The thing that makes the most sense in my head, and I think I've said it on here before, is like you get guys until they're 28 and then they're free agents. Yeah. It's not a perfect solution. Yeah, some guys, it takes them until 28 to be Right, a normal good, prospect. You're A normal the prospect. Guys are, the guys you would be manipulating... A normal prospect, the timeline nowadays is 24-25. You kind of expect to see them on a field. Yeah. You know, if you come out of college, that still gives you three years of minor leagues to get mm-hmm. there if you're someone out of high school Two or whatever. Um, and I, I just think that would let teams play their best guys, you know? The Mariners could have Kelnick on the field this year, and they don't have to worry about saving his service time. You just know you get him. Until he's 27, 28 In my head that makes sense I guess it's like where do you actually draw the age boundary And stuff mm-hmm. but That's that's yeah. throughout life And like School are you punishing a guy out. for being good at 20 And now he has, he's got to play for 8 years Instead of 6 But if you're getting a but, major league salary like Yeah the, you'd have to change how arbitration works if, I guess Yeah if the punishment is playing major league baseball mm-hmm. That sounds like a win <laughs> That sounds like good news Yeah it feels um, like a, there's there's a there's a solution that direction somewhere. There was one, which makes sense in my head that I'm sure if I'd, I could have one conversation with like Ploof and he'd be like, "That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard," which maybe is the same thing that you just said. Ploofy. Well, like I don't know, there's maybe some version of restricted free agency, like after the three years before arbitration. Technically, you can like negotiate with anybody for arbitration the NBA years, and, you can match and or something. the original team can match anything. That gets you like through those four years. I can't imagine. I don't know. I cannot It'll imagine get hectic, how these next CBA negotiations are going to come up. It's going to be ugly. Let's enjoy the season till then. Uh, good for Mariners fans. Kelnick, um, Logan Gilbert, two first names. Is Gilbert starting tonight? Can I ask is you he, a question? He's supposed to be a starter. Logan Gilbert or Gilbert Logan? Logan Gilbert. I mean, that's his name. Yeah. You lean that way? Yeah. Okay. I like, know what I think I have going on. I like both of them as a first name better than a last name. That's kind of, you know, I said they're both first names. Mm -hmm. I like Logan better as a last name. And I think Gilbert's kind of tough. There's some tough connotations with Gilbert. We go Gil. Mm. It's a big life change. Bert. If you got Bert Logan, <laughs> sounds too close to Boone Logan. There's something. 
some sort of middle name like there you could him. do could do a nickname of some sort I'd like to ask him good for Mariners good for baseball those guys get the call I guess we're we'll be tuning in at some point to that what time do they play they're late so they're the late night game I, I'm guessing if yeah Gilbert's starting night so we might miss him but you can probably catch a late Kelnick AB I'm excited to see how Twitter reacts uh, I think Kelnick at this point if you're interactive on baseball Twitter the name has gotten to you. By this point, if you like, he's one of the like every year. There's a, there's a few prospects that like even if you're not in that team or in the division or something, you like become aware of him. Kelnick's kind of the guy. Part mm-hmm. of the Mather stuff. Part he's kind of active on Twitter. I think, or at least he posts a lot. Yeah, he's got some follows. He's got like 24k. I saw that. I think I threw him the follow this morning. I'm interested. Uh, yeah, I mean the prospects. I think you can draw well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're pretty deep in baseball. Wander Franco, he's the number one prospect. If you're in the baseball world, you've heard his name. Adley Rushman, I think people are familiar with him. He was a number one pick. One pick, catcher, also like top prospect since he's been in there. A Rose Arena, illegal, mm-hmm. technical <laughs> foul, can't use that. Uh, Kelnick, we just covered that. I think where we start to push the border here is C.J. Abrams for the Padres. Yeah, he's the first one that I that I was like, I'm not familiar with. Got to be in the weeds a little there. bit to get there. The Padres fans know him, and maybe other sure. division fans they know. Just Padres like throughout baseball, like if you if we did if we did baseball Twitter, do you know Wander Franco? Would be like 85 percent. Adley Rushman, 85 percent. Rosarena, 90 yeah. percent. Well, like the people that listen to talking baseball, yeah, like they're into it enough to listen to a podcast about not their team. Yes, Kelnick would be 80 percent. C.J. Abrams would be like. 40. I think mm-hmm. there's a drop off. Sorry, CJ. Yeah. I love you. The next and, few guys on like the MLB list have already debuted. Yeah, so you got a couple Hayes, of legals. Pache. Couple of legals with Cabrian and Pache. Torkelson, I think people know. He was also a 1 1. Like, I think yeah. Torkelson's probably a little more well yeah, known than last Abrams. year's pick. And then so. it really starts to get like Marco Luciano. You kind of got to be in it. A yeah. couple MLB guys. I mean, even Brandon Marsh for the Angels, I've heard of, but like. Not out there um, Okay so now we're just talking about baseball prospects With you guys Which I like Sure So are there other guys I guess that's That like we should be eyeing for this year Has anyone Like did anyone else get the call today Ooh I don't Like you know what I'm saying I don't think so yeah If we just got to whatever the deadline was And the Mariners are home right Yes, I think that was yes. a whole part of it, right? Uh, yeah, because I think they would have, Sher- they could have called him up. Sherman got last duped. Week. I think on like Monday, because he was Sounds like, "Oh, right. he's getting called up for today." And then there's he, and then part of his apology was like, "Ah, I should have known they would call him up, for, call the him home up for a home game." game. Which why is that a thing? Your home debut yeah. is still your home debut. Yeah, some places. You would think. I guess if you want to sell tickets or something, sell tickets for the debut, like some. Maybe I'm thinking it, that every place is like the Yankees where you'd want the guy to be able to ease in with, like, a road game. Mm. But making a debut in Yankee Stadium is kind of rude. Jimmy dropped his uh, umpire near-perfect game breakdown. I haven't watched that yet. I'm interested in that one. That's fun. It's one I'll check out. I'm going to throw. Oh, my God. Out of, ke- out of tech, out of context, John Boy and Jake did a bald John Boy. <laughs> I gotta look at this Whoa, I just liked it I don't know if I should retweet it It's I don't want to say it's a look If one day it needs to happen It's okay But it's still I mean, it's jarring I've never I've never looked at my friend Jimmy like that And I've known him for a little while now uh, I'm gonna put it on the screen here in a sec So you're you're looking at it I I have it I have it. Like, not completely jarring. Yeah, it's not something... But still jarring. There it is. He did that for the Keeps ad read. Is that what that was? I saw Tobias in the... That would make some sense. Tobias in the chat says says that. That's a... I mean, it's a look... A lot of people are into that look now. He's got a yeah. good head of hair. If he ever loses it up top, which I, I believe he doesn't expect, I don't think. 
but uh wow he's got the beard going yeah it's from the end of yeah. the umpire breakdown okay that makes sense so a little double ad uh wow i wonder if he freaked himself out doing that i wonder if he was excited to see what that looks like Got a good shine to it in that pick. That's what I'm... So that would be my only question. Uh, he gave himself a pretty good bald head there. Like yeah, what was... I don't, Whose bald head is that? Yeah, because he... That's the question. Yeah, you have to have put someone else's bald head onto that. Because the only time in my life I went bald, I think I was like 11 years old, shaved bald, excuse me, went bald. <laughs> uh... My head had some funky shapes on it, some good indents and stuff. So I don't know if that's gone. I don't know. It's anyone's guess. Yeah, but okay. I mean, haven't seen that before. I'm excited for him. Really happy. Um, okay, I have to get off Twitter now because now I'm seeing Mad Bum Mad Bum stats. Uh, Trey like Kirby five good starts in a row. Right? Trey Kirby posted a picture with Drake. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Madbum's been doing well. Uh, the other topic that I think is a big one in the sports world, right? Meow, is the Oakland A's. Uh, the Oakland Athletics have a. I think they have the best record in baseball. We can double check that. that out. I think I'm going to do a passing post on it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels right. Yeah. You know, cover the league. The Oakland Athletics are 23 and 15 is at least the most wins. I think I think the Giants have a better win percentage. They've played two fewer games. But by games over 500, they, the A's are tied for for first. By my count. They're tied for best record by games over 500. Yes, but the Giants have one fewer win, one fewer loss. Okay, so technically win percentage yes. that probably be win, slightly yeah, higher. Win percentage Giants are six eleven. So best record A's in the are AL. Six, yeah. AL's best record. I just texted Jimmy whose bald head is that? Uh the <laughs> Oakland Athletics, after their bad start to this season, had been on fire. They had the big win streak. Uh they recently said they're petitioning for relocation. Is that the term? Mm. Was there another word? It was like a, it's like a committee or something. No, relocation's it. A's are looking for relocation. Uh, the mayor, hell no, we won't let them go. Classic. Uh, and yeah, I mean the two, the two names that jumped to the forefront, Vegas. They just took the Raiders, so mm. there's a fun twist there. They just got the hockey team. They took the Raiders. Took. Obviously, part of me is rooting for that, just because I think those cities would hate each other. It feel and it feels like it would have the leg up. It wouldn't have to shuffle the division. You wouldn't have to. It's it, it's Vegas in the West. Has been clearly like it's we're West. building Vegas up as a sports city. They just got an NFL team. Like the city has been booming. Got an NHL for right a little while that. now. Um, <laughs> just saw a guy with a bald head and. Had some mixed thoughts um, And uh, you know I think most of you guys Probably know this The Golden State Warriors Were in Oakland for years They just moved across the bay to San Francisco They obviously didn't change their name or anything But mm, they literally they, The city lost them They literally went from Oakland to San Fran So Oakland lost them San Fran's not on the board. They got enough going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other West Coast city everyone's talked about for a little while uh, is Portland. Seattle, if you look at a baseball map, is pretty isolated. Like, it's the only team up there, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if every year they do the end-of-year travel stuff, and the Mariners just get, like, rocked. They, yeah, there's no... They have to fly everywhere. Nobody... They can't... Like, the Yankees, there's I think they can do train close. to Baltimore... A couple times a year you if they go want to go to Boston pretty easily, Philly, like Buses. you can, yeah. Mets are in town when they play them once a year. Exactly. So that would be the, you know, Portland, a very up and coming city itself. I mean, it's already. I was gonna say up and came, mm. but you know, but you didn't say that. People in my Jeff Passing outfit could take that out of context. 
So I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's so much BS behind this between posturing between the A's ownership group and Oakland City Council. Um, If you're Oakland City Council, you better be careful, man. Because I'm not a numbers guy. Never claimed to be. But man, man, could you imagine if you are on the city council or whatever the hell it is and you lost your city three pro sports teams? Three teams and by the time this happens, like a five-year window? What kind of tax money does that turn into? Like, what... That has to change the whole economy of a city that should be booming. Like, San Francisco has one of the craziest, I wouldn't say it's a renaissance, but it's like one of the, it's the most expensive place in the United States right now. It passed New York. That if you're Oakland, you're a train right away. I mean, you're... You know, around New York City, there's been all these other side cities that have, like, boomed. I mean, if you consider Brooklyn, which I know that's its own thing, but even Stanford, Connecticut. Like, Long Island City, Long Island. Like, because of New York, these places have become, you know, well-off popular places because they access the city. Oakland. I don't know. You had a really good thing going on, and that's where we'll see. I would, I feel like, and I, so I have Jeff Passan's article up right now, which I have not read. Mm. Shout out, Jeff, but I just clicked it, so that counts. Gets credit for it. I, I did the same. This is now, and I would assume this is how the article ends. This should be absolutely. The perfect city for baseball. Make this your city's thing. You lost the Raiders. They're gone. Golden State's in San Fran. It's a well-off area. There's people. A lot of people that work in San Fran live in Oakland. Like, this... And I know Oakland for a while kind of had a bad rep, and there's still some tough parts of Oakland... But there's also parts of Oakland that are, like, really nice and have had a renaissance. And that's, what do you think is going to happen? That's going to continue because it's so close to San Francisco. Not everyone can pay the 5000 bucks a month rent to live in San Francisco. But they could live in Oakland. So, again, I don't know all the BS that goes behind this. And I'm sure it would frustrate all of us. I'm sure the owner... They've been who's doing a, stadium stuff forever. Who's, who's a very wealthy man is trying to get as much out of the people instead of building his own stadium because that's what every owner does. Guess why? Because they're smart businessmen. Like, it don't sucks. Money you don't have to. It sucks, but this is kind of the precedent that's been laid. The logic makes sense. And everything I just said about the city council, you know, the owner knows... That if you lose this team, you've now just lost your whole professional professional sports. Whether as far as literally three being years in from this now, city, five years from now. Uh, so when negotiation comes to the table, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's waterfront in Oakland. Everyone's seen. It's becoming. It's become a joke every year now. At least in our office, they come out with an Oakland rendering for a stadium. And then the next tweet an hour later is it's like, well, it's already been shot down. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what are we doing? We've seen Tampa do the same thing. And oh my God, Tampa. I. It's Jeff Passon Day. I'm not going to get mad. I know we have a lot of Yankee fans in here. BBD, if you could bring up the double that Garrett Cole gave up. To Austin Meadows to start the oh, game. Yep, I can do that. After I predicted a no hitter, which Garrett Cole basically did. Basically. It's kind of a big Jakey spin zone. And these two teams have now been compared 
for the better part of a decade. Because baseball-wise, they're so frugal that they operate the same way, and they've actually kind of figured something out. Invest all this money into your youth and, like, developing players and your coaching staffs. And then trade your guys away before they get paid. BBD has it on the screen now. If you can't tell, I'll walk you through it. Garrett Cole, who pitched yesterday and had an incredible performance. Eight innings pitched, 12 strikeouts, four hits, zero earned runs. That's the top of my head. Zero walks. Not on here. It's kind of my job. Um, I predicted he might throw a no-hitter yesterday. Because the Rays are sad sacks right now Especially hitting wise They still got mm. arms But their hitters right now are lost And Garrett Cole is pitching as well as anyone in baseball I believe it's the second batter of the game Garrett Cole gives up a fly ball to right Austin Meadows, friend of the pod Really nice guy It's nice Hits one of the rings Judges camped under it Hits one of the rings in the stadium Drops between DJ and Voight Meadows trots to second. The ball almost landed in the infield. (laughs) And it's just, how is this possible? Why are we playing baseball in this building? And the reason I ended up here, A, these teams have a lot of different parallels. But my goodness... Every time there's a Rays rendering for a new stadium, Ybor City, shot down. Oh, it's overlooking the water, shot down. Retractable roof, shot down. Just isn't this building. (laughs) Hey, at a certain point, you know, I'm sure there's a side to this argument that, again, I can't fully represent that these ownership groups... I mean... At one side, they're putting a winningish product on the field. Both of these teams are probably what top five, six in win percentage the last over five over years, a five year span, something like that. I mean, no stats there, just educated guesses. <clears throat> yeah, so I think, I think I read Oakland in the in the last like eight years has the most playoff appearances besides the Dodgers. Hmm. Because they've appeared in so many wild card games. Right, right, right. Okay, I like that. A little loophole. Um, That I don't know, man. Uh, I know MLB wants to expand, which I do think they will do one one day. day. I think we're going to get to 32. Um, But as of right now, I mean, Vegas is a burgeoning sports capital. I would not be surprised if all four leagues are there pretty soon. Just won it at all. Nashville. Oh, my God, if that town gets a baseball team. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Charlotte. Charlotte's a city with pro sports teams that's growing. They've got a... Cool baseball stadium in the heart of downtown Could they upgrade that enough to make it A major league stadium? I don't know I know nothing I'm useless And then we mentioned Portland I think they'd be great, a team would be great there Mm. So I don't know Wanted baseball Unfortunately there's a lot of slime that goes around it Between, I mean (laughs) Ownership groups And politicians Trying to figure all this out Is almost my nightmare If I was invited into the room I think I might turn it down I think I'd rather stay uneducated on it Than hear whatever the hell I don't want to know more than I do right now So that's a little bit what's going on Let me scroll to the bottom of Jeff's article to see No, he just gives a bunch of teams that have moved Good quote from Bob Melvin. We continue to play in Oakland until something changes. Huge. Fair. Huge. Um, and my guy, uh, 808's Jake in the chat, said can't move it to Charlotte. That'll kill the minor league baseball team. I think if you get a major league baseball team for the city, that's pretty good. 
and then you find another city for a minor league team. Nearby place. We can find you it's another probably, minor league team. Probably our cities Take, that have both. Go to Savannah. Problem solved. Major league team in Charlotte, minor league team in Savannah. Savannah. So that was kind of a base a deep dive on potentially the A's moving, I guess. Am I Jeff Passan? Yeah. Should we call him? It's up to you. I'll ask him. I'll send the text. I can't believe I didn't think of this earlier. Yeah. So dumb. We were. I was out there. Incredibly dumb. And you know, obviously, Wake and Jake was later today, so I was asked, uh, "Are you guys doing it?" I said, "Yeah, yeah. It's the holiday special." And then uh, I said, "Are you going to have him on?" I said, "Oh, I guess not." Did you? Did we ask? I, said, I don't think so. I can't believe that the thought never even went through my head. God, that's dumb. See Erica in the chat. Montreal. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I mean, for me, that's kind of Oakland tough. relocation. Like it doesn't. Fall yeah, I mean, up. I I just if we're doing Montreal baseball cities. In my head, it's just tough. I guess they're another team. I mean, I was young, so I don't know all the stadium stuff of it. I mean, their stadium wasn't great. It was one of the old AstroTurf indoor. So that's that's the only part that's tough for me is, like, Montreal, in my lifetime, had a team. And then, like, you know, attendance wasn't through the roof. And But when I was, in, when I was getting into baseball, I mean, they were – the Expos were half a joke. Like it was like they were they were the, the Rays or A's just never good. There's the one Expos team everyone talks about. I think it was the strike year. Yeah, ninety four. That that was like the first time they were good, and then it went away. Pedro was gone. Um, shout out to Jose Vidro, really good baseball player. Do you know Jose Vidro, BBD? I do. Heard the name. I think he Familiar. was still. I think he was still kicking around. Yeah, he hung out. You're right. He played till 2008. So yeah. Yeah. So I got. I I had, I got like him four little, years of Vidro. I, I had him a little older in my head. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was three time All Star in four years. He was one of the first like power hitting middle infielders yeah, I was I was familiar with. Dude, look at the career. 298-359-804. I mean, let me butter knife this. It's like five, six straight double-digit homer seasons, which at that time at second base. Mill infielders didn't do. To put that together that many years. For four years, he averaged 319 batting average, 381 on base before it was like properly valued, 879 OPS. Jose Vidro was really good. Um... I remember him being like the last of a dying breed of nationals. Like he was the guy and that was it. Let's, you know what, everybody? Let's click on the 03 Montreal Expos. Let's see who we like and who we Just don't see like. Who's, uh, who sticks out? So let's Ooh. see. Behind the dish, we had a nice pl- platoon of Brian Schneider and Michael Barrett. One oh, of my, I remember Michael Barrett. One of my buddies was a big Michael Barrett fan. Uh, because he had family members with the last name Barrett. So there's that. Will Cordero at first. Jose Vidrio at second. We just talked about him. Orlando Cabrera at shortstop. He had a, he had a nice little career, huh? He had a big year that year, too. Jamie Carroll at third base. Trevor Plouffe's Jamie Carroll. Brad Wilkerson, who did it for a little while. Andy Chavez. Andy Chavez. Shocked me when I clicked this page. I didn't realize he like had a real major league career. The other names on this list, like I remember, yeah, that we've like talked about so far. Vlad, obviously, yeah, jumps out. We all love some Vladdy. Fernando Tatis Senior was on this team. Um, who else jumps out? It looks like an old Todd yeah. Zeal had a cup of coffee and actually some, played pretty well. Some pitcher names that stick out: Levon Hernandez, Javi Vasquez, and then nobody else. No Toma Oka for you. No. I believe his full name is Tomo Kazoo. 
Yes. That's part of the reason I remember it. Has the, he has Kazoo in his name. I like that. Toma Kazoo Oka. 11 career war. That's not bad. No. <laughs> it looks like he put together a few years there that were like nice. Rocky Biddle. My God. Good goatee on Rocky Biddle. Luis Ihala. And I mean, so I guess I guess this is part of what I'm saying um, that I didn't know how to put it into words. 2004, the Expos were last in attendance in the AL, I believe. Or no, the NL. They were, NL. They were last in attendance. 2003, last in attendance. 2002, last in attendance. 2001, last in attendance. 2000, last in attendance. 99, last in attendance. I'm clicking these, so these are all a surprise for me. 98, last in attendance. In 1997, they were 13th out of 14. So from 98 to 2003, 8, 99, 2001, for six years, they were the last in attendance. And like, yeah, that's a pretty good way to lose a team. But again... Everything I just said about Oakland A's and their ownership group and not knowing all of the moving parts, I don't know what else externally was attached to that situation. Scouting director, Ed Creech. <laughs> I just like that name. That's good. Just like that name. So, that was a little John bit of a deep Rauch dive. On the 04 team. I got lost in. You love John Rouch. Oh, yeah. Felipe guys. Felipe Alou was the manager for a while. Felipe Alou to Frank Robinson. That's some baseball royalty. How about that? Montreal is a badass city, though. How about this? I know this has been a little bit of a loopy. Oh, see if Jeff Passon texted me back. Don't think so. Whatever. You know, he's busy. It's just his day. Um, Thursdays have led into some Jake story times. Uh, went to a bachelor party in Montreal. Forget if I I've told parts of this story on here or elsewhere. Uh, friend Ryan Sheedy officiated his wedding. Mixes it up on the internet. Does some talking folk stuff. Does. Uh, it was his bachelor party, so we get a group, pretty big group. I think we we're like fifteen, sixteen guys. Um. And we go out the first night in Montreal, and we go to a dinner club. And if you're not familiar with a dinner club, which I was not, the whole concept is you have a late dinner at a, like, nice restaurant slash nightclub. You have it at, like, 9 p.m. You have a long, nice dinner from, like, 9 to 11. And then the nightclub is picking up, and you basically go from dinner to partying. You know, kind of cut out some of the middleman. So it seems like an interesting concept, right? Um, Montreal, uh, you know, a lot of French connections in that city. Their service, if you go out to eat, is pretty poor. I forget there's a phrase around it. Like they just, like the French mentality of Mm. service and however it goes, it's very... Yeah, like my, my mom went to France and they like... Kind of actively treat you badly. Yeah, like, they, like they uh, don't, they're not like working to get the tip. Yes, the tip is like not a thing elsewhere. Like you're gonna see them once. Like they will ten minutes after you're seated, they'll come to take your order and then goodbye. Uh, so we didn't really know that. So we're a bunch of guys that just got together for a bachelor party to like drink. Uh, waitress came around, one of the most stunning women I've ever seen in my life. No joke. Um, So we were all like, this, okay. It's a nice plot twist. Maybe the worst waitress I've ever had. She was just missing. She was never around. We couldn't even find other waitresses. To the point, you know, laissez-faire. Yeah, Al Atkinson has it. Um, You know, by the time that we were done with dinner, we were so frustrated We just wanted, you know, some beers and some food and get ready. We went to an Irish bar across the street. We bailed on the club before it started being a club because we were already over it. Went to an Irish bar across the street, just got twisted. 
absolutely blasted. We wake up the next day. We're all getting older at this point. I want to say we're like 27-ish. You know, different people have their things they need to do to deal with the hangover. So there was no morning activity. There was no lunch. It was like, do whatever you need to do to get your bearings straight. So everyone does that, you know. The, a couple guys that still had their fastball got lunch and a couple beers, like a couple people, like one, two kids went for a run and stuff. The first plan of the day, I believe it was 3 p.m., was meet at the casino. So, this is a very dangerous thing. You've got a bunch of people who are getting older, who are hungover. You know, a couple of us racked up a bar tab the night before. You're now going to a casino. And if you've got a bunch of hungover guys that go to the casino, lose a bunch of money, it just turns into a bad time. Then you end up at dinner and people are, like, not ordering food because they just lost a couple hundred dollars. You're playing with fire a little bit. We go to the casino. We were the loud, obnoxious bachelor party at a casino. There's no other way to put it. We got so hot at a roulette table. Everyone won so much money. <laughs> it was Canadian paper money. It didn't look real. There was like one angry old guy that would always bet against us, black or red, and he must have lost so much money. Uh, that, so now I mentioned what the worst case would have been. The best case happened. All of us had a bunch of Canadian funny money that they accepted as currency <laughs> that nobody really wanted to bring home and, like, turn into money they could use in their life. Uh, we went to a gentleman's club. Gentleman's club is either a very bad time or a pretty good time. We had a good time. The moment that stands out in my head... Uh, our buddy that probably won the most money, who's also very successful in life, so it's like, God damn it. But, Couldn't have been in any of the other guys. But luckily, he did turn into Daddy Warbucks for the night and was taken care of a lot, so that was great. Um, we, we walk up to the gentleman's club. We're a bunch of, you know, ugly peckerheads, so get in line, all excited. Uh, and so there's a line, and we're like, yeah, we're in no rush. Like, yeah, nobody likes a line, but whatever. We're having a good night. Daddy Warbucks pops out. That'll be his name for this story. Uh, and there's a bouncer there who looks just like Chris Pontius. <laughs> he looks just like Chris Pontius. Uh, he's wearing, like, a fake tux. Um, and uh, Daddy Warbucks points at us and says, yeah, those losers over there. Gives the guy like 200 Canadian dollars And we all get to cut the line and go in And it was like damn this is pretty cool That's cool uh, So that's my Montreal story uh, We had a good time I woke up the next day I had a 7am flight I woke up it was 8am mm. So that was a long day That was the weekend I got noodle <laughs> Jess holds that over my head a lot That turned into a long day all right, that was story time. That's a new Thursday uh, Wake and Jake thing. Let's get back to some of our more traditional stuff. Is there any other sports, BBD? I don't really think so, right? No, and we're going to do our NBA playoff stuff, I guess, Monday, right? So. Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole thing if this happens, if this happens, but, I mean, that's just going to be decided. Yeah, like that's, I don't know. It feels like a lot of breath. I feel like for Nick, Nick's clinched, so. Yeah. That's all that matters. I like him kind of out on any of the other things mattering. BBD, what we do do here is we bake the algorithm with the comment of the day. I ask you guys to leave a comment on the YouTube, on the podcast app, the Facebook, the Facebook machine. Because, um, you know, nobody knows exactly how the algorithm works, but it's some combination of views and comments and... Reviews and all that stuff goes into the pot Rising tide raises all ships Used to say that a lot Maybe I'll start saying it again uh, Fresh Juice commented Best quote of the day If he died it would kind of matter You know who we're talking about? I don't know Jimmy Oh yeah 
Oh yeah, yeah. He died over the weekend. It would be it would change a lot. It would change a lot. Um, Wake Chase S said Wake and Jake intro is the obvious number one pick when you guys do the John Boy Media songs. Be interesting. It's a first rounder. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's a first rounder for sure. Um, God, I'm so mad at Jeff Passan. If it's and if it somehow slipped to the second, you you win. If you get it Oh yeah I mean if you get that with value um, Let's see what else uh, Mayton Matone Nick Mayton Nick Mayton Brother of Phil Mayton on, on Mayton I, was trying I to struggled with it for a pronounce while Pronounce the A Pronounce the A uh, Mayton represented 217 Dude was a nightmare in college That was from Bryce Newton So Now we have Philly's infield College scouting reports So that's where we're at Big for us In the show uh, And if everyone If you're watching this And if you're not subscribed would really appreciate it We're up to 2.2 So next is 3 10 A million You guys are the best BBD let's go to bro of the night uh, The bro of the night You have An interesting one with a question mark I kinda uh, Yeah Kind of want to hear I don't that have, story. I don't have like a bigger point. I just was looking through baseball scores. It's just and, a uh, surprising one. Billy Hamilton went four for four yesterday. <laughs> That's pretty good. Like I didn't realize he was on the White Sox. That's pretty good. Just had a nice day. Yeah, I only I only knew <laughs> I only knew he was on the White Sox because Did everyone was pissed spring? at everyone was pissed at Larusa because Larusa's been playing him, and everyone's like Billy Hamilton sucks. <laughs> like he's shown us. They were like, this is the most LaRusa move ever. Why are they playing this guy? So I'm glad. I'm glad he went four for four. And I guess I mean they, all their outfielders are out, right? They're all Yeah. Yeah. Um God now I'm I'm still on the two thousand two thousand four this year. That's cute. Two thousand four Montreal Expos open the season five and twenty. That's bad. <laughs> Jeez, that's bad. Good for Billy Hamilton. What's his career stats page look like? Uh, it's it's about what what you'd guess. Okay, here's here's what I wanted to know. War, which we do lean on a little too much as baseball fans. We use it when we like it. When we don't mm. like it, we ignore it. It's, He's got a ten career war. Like that's a nice major league career. Yeah. The defense and everything. 691 career hits, 300 plus stolen bases. Like, that's good for Billy Hamilton. He racked up some big stolen base years. Well, that was the thing, man. And I, expectations, which sometimes I rant about, like, he was supposed to change the game with his speed. Um, he really was. So finally, he gets the bro of the night he was looking for. Someone's got to look out for him. Uh, Sometimes it's me. The bro of the night is a three-way award for me today. Okay. Uh, the first part, one-third of it goes to Garrett Cole. Uh, he was nasty last night. He was uh, my other consideration. His eighth and final inning, I told Trevor Plouffe, like, hey, if you ever need a sequence, do Garrett Cole's eighth inning. It was that impressive. He, uh, Trevor Plouffe replied that they're going to need a new mound in Tampa because <laughs> Garrett Cole dragged his dick all over it. So that's from like someone that. who played the game. I will say this is my caveat. Um, the Rays do stink li- right now, and Garrett's doing really well. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 God Don expected it, but it was still incredible performance. Yeah. So statistically, like his best Yankee start and just what the Yankees and Rays. Th- Rivalry has kind of become yeah to win people for, people hesitate with the word rivalry, first series so. the Yankees have won in Tampa in two years that's pretty nuts you go there and it's, it's been a what, bad three, four time. times a year it's been a bad time uh, that's the horrors another third of the award goes to Jose Vidro how about it oh oh look yeah. at the stats <laughs> he's a good hitting second baseman baby at a time where those were. Few and far between. It was him and like Robbie Alomar. So if you're like, like it wasn't like today where we throw Mustakis out there because you think you'll just put him in the right spot where he won't have to move. Like if I did a baseball 
bits video, someone like Jose Vidro would be in it. Like the hall. So the baseball phrase forever was that there's you know the Hall of Fame, and then there's a Hall of Very oh, Good, good. where there's like Bernie Williams and Posada and those guys, Donnie Mattingly. They're just out. I want the hall that's like just below that. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, Jose Vidro had a 17 war. He only played 11 years. We're not gonna. We're not gonna even say he's in the guy group of guys that should be given more consideration than they got. But like, who are the guys? I know. And this is where I do think All Star games can be helpful. Like Jose Vidro was a three time All Star during a 12 year career. Mm-hmm. But you know, his rookie year he played 67 games. His last year he played 85. Like, if you take the meat, like, what's... His, like, seven-year peak. What does NBA do? Is it seven-year peak? I've, I've seen it with baseball, and, and some people go to seven, That's the seven, ten. jaw seven or whatever it is, or whatever. I think so. Um, you know, Jose Vidro for seven years, you know, was, like, a dominant baseball player. I want the Hall of Jose Vidro. Um... Like I, know, like I know when every year for Hall of Fame stuff, I think they bring up ten year peak because right, Hall of Fame stuff for seven years. Jose Vidro hit three ten, three seventy one, eight fifty three OPS. Like as a middle infielder, that kind of didn't happen. But like he should never get all time love, and I get mm-hmm. that. But I still like him a lot. Maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> if the team he was on still existed, I yeah. know like he technically got some Nationals years in, but they like. I think we'd hear a lot more about him if we had the Montreal team. Couple updates before the last third to the award. Uh, Jeff Passan said, "I will in a little. Uh, I'm at the doctor. Sorry. I don't know if I should reveal that. Is that a HIPAA violation? Didn't say what it's for. Okay. So, so I think I'm good there. Um, but just happy I could tell you guys he didn't stand me up. Would have felt bad about that." Uh, John Boy, I said, whose bald head is that? He said, mine slash face app. So that was just a face app, John. The, the shine f- is impressive coming from a face it app. It's good. Uh, and the final part of my award Garrett Cole, Jose Vidro, and Jeff Passan. Jeff Passan. It's Jeff Passan's day. It's Jeff Passan's day every May 13th. So Santana's a, probably the, a good uh, other name to the list from Jeremy in the chat. The, yeah, the Johan, he's like the vote, the Vidro tier. I mean, he had like injury stuff. Yeah, but. I almost have him. He's like a tier below, above Vidro. Fifty-one career WAR. Yeah, yeah. Two size. He's he had an intense peak. Yeah, he's like Hall of Very Good. Is this ten? I years guess because his years? his peak wasn't very long. It like almost. Yeah, it's like all it's like almost not long enough for Hall of Very Good. Yeah, he's I I get it. Like, man, he was good. Johan's for sure in our Hall of Baseball. Sounds like yes. Vidro's making a case for himself. Like Vidro would be just tough for the Hall mm-hmm. of Baseball. He's get, like the, he's the on the border guy there. He would be the Montreal exhibit. He would just miss like really Induction. good second baseman. He'd be in like the Montreal, and we'd be like, okay, he's there, so we don't have to put him there. We're planning that. <laughs> Look at Johan Santana's numbers. Not splitting the bro of the night, though. Yeah. Um, BBD wrapping up. Billy yeah. Hamilton, Garrett Cole, Jose Vidro. You're impressed by Johan's numbers. I mean, like I like I grew up like loving Johan yeah. when he went to the Mets instead of the Yankees because the mm. Yankees were like the other team in on him. Right. I think they didn't want to give up Phil Hughes. Am I remembering that right? He does. They they didn't want to give up Ian Kennedy, maybe? I'm blanking now. One of them. Um, It was around that time, right? Um, Like, I I loved Johan as a kid. Because, like, my first year, like, watching, like, knowing what was happening in baseball was 2005. Gotcha. And that was, like, his first all-star year. He won Cy Young in 04, got it again in 06. God. Like really cool. Like with the first time, the, like I like remember, I never did it. But the when I first started like making an allowance, like saving up money, and I was gonna like buy myself something fun. I was like, mm. like oh, a Johan shirt would be awesome. That's the and dream. I ne- and I never did it. That's the dream. One yeah. day, 
I was like, can I get five bucks a week for doing my chores? So, so the chat, BBD, this is gonna, this is gonna have to be an episode one day. Um, you might have to write this down because I won't. Um, so a, someone mentioned Tim Lincecum, and that one's really interesting because his WAR is nineteen and a half, but obviously the two Cy Youngs back to back. Yeah, man, he was. His is such a tight frame that it's interesting. The other name that got thrown out was Josh Hamilton, which he's another guy. Like, we're going to have to, one day when we don't really have a topic, yeah, we'll do a hall of very good and a hall of... And we, try, and we decide where A hall of nice. The hall of nice. Hall Are of you? very good, hall of nice debate. And we'll do a bunch of those names. Brandon Webb, I love it. You guys are sick. Brandon Webb. Oh, that's perfect. That's great. Like I, Jake um, PV, Brandon Webb. Like, oh. It's basically a bunch of guys that for three years were like a third-round fantasy baseball pick. Like, mm. That guy's good. Brandon Webb. Jesus, did he get hurt? He had a ton Some of injuries. Some of them are sad, stuff. yeah. He was, and I think that's what we'll probably find with yeah, a lot that's of true. them. But again, like... We're doing this another episode. Mm. We're doing this another episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting to think we might be able to do this as a, as a JJR draft one, one week. Could There's get some heavy. good vetoing stuff yeah. you can do. Yeah, we'd have to we'd have to we'd have to set up some parameters. Yeah, we have to figure out what the exact There's rules war are. War limits. There'd have to be yeah, like no no national level awards. Like you got to Cy Young. Ooh. That was too much credit. Okay, that's interesting. That, I feel like that that's just the first thing that comes to mind. I I could be backed off. Pitching staff of guys who never won an award. We'll figure that out. Um, what are we watching this weekend? NBA wraps up. I'm sure there's going to be doing, a, a couple games that matter. I think they said Sunday NBA's doing like I think every team plays the last game of the regular season, and they're all it's like what baseball did last year. They're all I think one or one thirty or something. Mm. Afternoon games, so so that should be it's kind cool. of a cool day. A couple of those should be important to a degree. Uh, we'll check in on that a little bit um, with the play and stuff. I assume, I assume at least one or two of those will will really matter. You'd think so. Um, we'll see on that. We're always watching baseball. Watch Kalnick tonight, late night. We'll be watching the Yanks. Uh, maybe if it's close, maybe we'll go live for a little bit. We haven't done that in a minute. If mm-hmm. we're here. We'll see what's going on. Seeing if there's a baseball matchup that sticks out for the weekend. Baseball. Braves Brewers. Yeah. It should be a good sports weekend. It should be a good sports weekend. All right, everyone. Whoa. Two people with the last name Baines in the chat, and one just asked the other if we're cousins. (laughs) Uh, So They found the right show. Uh, I think we start running the clock. Thank you, everybody. So much stuff on the John Boy Media Network. Talking Nets, talking Knicks, the compound. How about that? Talking baseball, we interviewed Trevor Story. That was really cool. Oh, (laughs) the other Bane said we're brothers. Mansplain baseball. JJR was pretty wild yesterday. Dates are on there. Uh, John Boy Jake TV. Chris Rose Rotation. Miggy Rojas. He is the man. Love him. So much stuff on John Boy Media. Check it all out. Pinstripe Strong. Sports. And not sports sometimes. Share with a friend.